welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth meets professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast. I am your host and your guide, Herm Allen. Today is, I guess you could say, a continuation, so to speak, from the last episode in which I talked about the importance of self-care. I want to go a little bit deeper uh, into the, the subject matter. Uh, And hopefully, again, you can build upon what was covered in the previous episode. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, go back and listen to that uh, and you can hear the foundation. It might not be anything groundbreaking, but it is something that is definitely relevant to today and what we're dealing with. And so today, what I want to talk about specifically are six ways to practice self-care. In the previous episode, I gave you some ideas of how you can uh, take advantage of some activities. And today, I just want to go just a little bit deeper. Uh, Again, nothing earth shattering, but again, just something that can possibly help you to move forward and to begin the process of uh, taking care of yourself. All right. Now, you know, in today's world, it's not uncommon to expect things to go wrong. Between worries about health, finances, family, and all those things we cannot control, such as world events, it can be very difficult to practice self-care. It's hard to think about ourselves when we're worried about or experiencing turmoil or adversity in our own lives. At the same time, it's more important than ever to practice self-care during times such as these. So what can you do to take care of yourself even when times are tough? Here are six ways you can begin practicing self-care today. Number one, accept that things aren't perfect. By refusing to let go of normalcy and accept things are different right now, you create impossible levels of stress and unnecessary suffering. The best practice, take a step back. Acknowledge what's going on. Realize you might need a different game plan for a while. This puts you less on the defensive and more in control. And it puts you more in control of you. Something my mom used to say when I was growing up and I always, well, not always, but when I was going through a difficult moment or a perceived difficult moment, 
she would always say, things don't always remain the same. And they don't always remain the same. Some things we have control over changing and some we don't. But even those things we don't have control over, we have control over to change how we react or respond to them. So number one, accept that things aren't perfect. Number two, eat something. Now, I'm not saying go out and gorge yourself and, and, and practice gluttony. But you're not likely to feel hungry when you're stressed. When you do eat, you might find yourself grabbing what's easy. This means eating a lot of fast food or, you know, empty calories. And again, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I really am. But your better bet is to start scheduling your meals or make an effort to eat a balanced diet. Because having the proper fuel will go a long way to helping you get through what you need to get through. So eat something. Eat something healthy. I'm not saying you have to eliminate all the snacks because I know I don't. But nonetheless, eat as healthy as you can. All right. Number three, exercise. Putting your body in motion when you're under this kind of stress probably seems almost crazy at first glance. Yet on the other hand, when you are overwhelmed, it's quite easy to slip into a routine of inactivity that couch potato activity to fix this make make it a point to get up and move around every few hours even if you're just walking around where you live at home outside around the parking lot if you live you know somewhere where there's a parking lot up and down the stairs if you have a two-level dwelling but it's especially helpful to get outside if you can remember Movement has been proven to ease stress and help you feel better even when things are difficult. Try to exercise. And let, let me take that a step further. Let, don't try to exercise. Commit to it. However that looks for you, commit to it. And, and, and get your, 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 your muscles working, produce all of those endorphins and, 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 and the good drugs in your own body that it can help uh, put you at ease. So the first three are accept that things aren't perfect, eat something, and exercise. After this quick break, I'm going to come back and give you the last three, and we're going to bring this thing on home. So take a time out. I'll be right back. Free your mind. Orient yourself to excellence. Create a new mindset. Use your resources. Seek significance. These are the five principles covered in my self-published book, Focus. Five essential principles to reach your goals for students and other smart people. This book is not about goal setting per se, but instead takes you, the reader, on an introspective journey where reaching your goals should leave evidence that you lived a life of significance. If living a life of significance is important to you and leaving a purposeful legacy behind is desired, then pick up your copy today, now available on Amazon.com. All right, here we go. 
The first three ways to practice self-care again were accept that things aren't perfect, eat something, and exercise. Here's number four. Get proper sleep. Sleeping isn't always easy when everything is chaotic around you. You might find it easier to sleep if you create a bedtime routine and hold to it. Slow your mind through journaling, of which I did mention in the previous episode, or other quiet activities which will help you process what you're going through. Do what you need to relax yourself in order to get a good night's sleep. And as I mentioned before in a previous episode, strive for at least seven to eight hours of sleep each night. That's that's the ideal goal. Seven to eight hours of sleep each night. And hopefully it's good REM sleep, that REM sleep rapid eye movement sleep where you just don't even know you're existing in the world because you're in such a good deep sleep so get the proper sleep that's number four number five talk to someone never try to go alone when you're going through something difficult times call for a support network and and I hope you have a support network because trust me on this make talking to others a priority If you have a significant other, uh, if you have close relatives, you have uh, good friends, you have a a church family or other religious uh, group that you're a part of, and if you have to, uh, you might want to consider talking to a counselor or other professional. Because even socialization over the phone or through video chat will go a long way to keeping you on an even keel. But the goal here is to talk someone. Don't hold that in. No one can give you help or or, or be a listening ear if you're holding it all in to yourself. Something else my mom always used to tell me is don't hold things in. You know, when we hold things in, it, it can build up. And when it builds up, it builds up stress. It builds up anxiety. Uh, It allows depression to set in when you feel like you're all alone and no one can identify with what you're going through. And believe me, someone somewhere will identify with you. And even if they don't identify with you, you just need a chance to get it all out. So find someone that you trust. Find someone that you can talk to. Because I don't think any of us are totally alone. Oftentimes, that's just in our own mind is that we don't have anyone to talk to. And we really do. So I would encourage you to find that someone whom you can communicate with when things aren't going well for you. Number six, do something to relax. That could be number three on the list, exercise. But remember, you can take some time to pamper yourself. Look for small ways to give yourself some relief. You know, time out for, again, that hot bath. Read a good book. Listening to the calming music or to indulge in hobbies that will help you restore your equilibrium. You owe it to yourself and others to care for yourself. 
There's nothing selfish or wrong with making sure you have yourself together because someone is depending on you to be at your best. Let me say that one more time. Someone is depending on you to be at your best. Okay? Let me go right through these six real quickly again. Number one, accept that things aren't perfect because they're not. Number two, eat something. Ideally, eat something healthy. Three, exercise. Get up and move. And that could be dancing. You know, put on some, some, some funky music or something that you can glide to the rhythms. Number four, get proper sleep. At least seven to eight hours each night. Number five, talk to someone. Find that person that you can confide in. That person who can listen and maybe they can even offer some suggestions or solutions to help you deal with it. They may even be able to participate in some of the activities that, that, that you can utilize as self-care activities. And number six, do something to relax. So there you have it. Six ways to practice self-care. That's all I have for you today. And with that being said, take care of yourself. And always remember, personal growth makes you better. Have a good one now.